Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and learn about the business side of sports. I'm your host, Tola Ogunlebe, and this is episode 745. Speak out when you need to. Success would get your attention and it's okay to be a shy athlete. first Asian player to be named world number one in tennis. She's also the first Japanese player to capture a Grand Slam title. Grand Slam titles, she has won four of them in the world of tennis. Today on the show, Japanese star Naomi Osaka. As a young girl, her goal was to be the best she could be and see how far it was going to take her well that attitude has taken her not only to the top of the tennis game but to being one of the most recognizable faces in the world that journey started at the age of three when her father inspired by the williams sisters decided to get her involved in tennis by age nine they moved cities to improve her opportunities to train and to attend the best academies. It was a masterstroke. Naomi would practice during the day and homeschool at night as she improved her game. You see, the thing with opportunity and talent is that most people only want you when you're successful. Though she was half Japanese, half Haitian and also American, the USTA, so that's the United States Tennis Association, did not show any interest in helping her develop a game. At the age of 16, when she was beginning to get recognition, the USTA offered to help her, but she declined. She was already on her way to becoming a star. She turned pro shortly before her 16th birthday, and within a year, she was already ranked in the top 250 players in the world. In two years, she was in the top 150. Three years after turning pro, she made her first WTA final appearance and was in the top 50 in the world. In tennis, you move up the rankings by winning matches and tournaments. In 2016, she was named Newcomer of the Year by the WTA. Just two years after that, she won her first Grand Slam title at the US Open, defeating the mighty Serena Williams. She finished the year ranked number four in the world in 2019 at the australian open she won her second grand slam and in the process became the world number one in six years she went from turning pro to two grand slam titles to world number one the first asian to sit on top of the podium she will go on to win two more grand slam titles at the us open and the australian open making her a four-time grand slam champion today she's your mentor guys and there are three lessons that I want you to learn from Naomi Osaka. In fact, there are many lessons that you can learn from Naomi Osaka, but I think we'll just leave it at three. The first lesson, guys, is that speak out when you need to. Speak out when you need to. Now, of course, if you follow tennis very well, right, you would definitely, there's no way you would have missed it. Earlier in the year, so sometime in June, thereabouts, when the French Open was going to be played, and Naomi Osaka had tweeted and said, look, 
I suffer from anxiety, I suffer from depression, I'm not going to be doing any press conferences and during it because it's, it aggravates and it worsens the situation for me. So I'm going to sit out from the press conferences I think I just allow you guys do what it is you want to do, right? And of course, that led to like opera on on social media. Everybody had their comments. Athletes had their comments. Coaches had their comments. Fans had their comments. Everyone like had something today. Now, of course, during that time, I shared my opinion on the process she took, you know, to get in there. Because one of the things that I always believe and I've always believed and will continue to believe is that as an athlete you have a choice like playing sports should not be the end or be or especially if it has consequences so you cannot as an athlete now decide that just because you occupy a certain position you're going to attempt to change how everything is done all because you want to protect something right the ultimate thing she did which was pulling out of the french open is what i would have expected if of course she didn't want to go down the power play angle you know change the rules and, and all of that there are certain ways that you go about it but certainly nobody especially people who understand the game can knock her for wanting to protect herself or saying these things that she said the process was wrong the things she was saying was not actually wrong and that brings me to the point you see we see a lot of this with athletes where we feel like these elite athletes are supreme and of course i shared a little bit about this last week when we were talking about laura kenny you think these athletes are infallible you think like you know they're uh, they're the best in the world for a reason so they can't possibly be going through any issues and you see this translates to the younger athletes who watch these athletes on a daily basis compete and perform and why do i say that because you see so many young athletes these days who do not speak out we're not even talking about mental health now we're talking about generally if there's something on your mind if there's something that's bothering you if there's something that is an issue you have a duty to yourself you don't need to be concerned about any other person you have a duty to yourself to speak out at that point in time and of course i've shared this story with a younger manchester city player you know jeremy winston who of course tragically took his own life you know after he wasn't offered a professional contract after concluding his academy run and all of that you see all jeremy would have needed to do was to speak out at the critical time of the struggles and the battles that he was going through and of course um, this i think it was last weekend you know was the 10th anniversary of the death of gary speed who of course tragically also took his own life you know due to depression and a lot of those and it of course shone more light again on this mental aspect and that's the key lesson or the first key lesson that i want you to learn from naomi osaka speak out when you need to now uh, naomi osaka is not a new athlete or at least at the time she was speaking out she isn't or wasn't a new athlete right but the point is that these issues had gotten to her so much they had piled up they had piled up she had made every attempt at least outwardly to deal with it to manage it to see how she could get around it but it wasn't working and the next best thing that she could do 
was to speak out if there's anything you are going through guys you see and here's the thing it doesn't necessarily have to be mentally related it could be physical struggles it could be struggles with your pathway it could be struggles with how you're going about achieving your goals it could be struggles with your coach your teammate if you need to speak out you see yeah you're not a robot that's one and then you're not infallible that's another thing so this idea that if i say this or if i talk people would say this guess what people will talk regardless and of course i've shared this so many times on the podcast that you should not the last thing you should be concerned about is the opinion or the things that people are going to say because if you live your life by that mantra oh what would they say oh what would they think i can guarantee you that you will never get anything useful done i can guarantee you that you would never get anything useful done if you continue to have that same mentality naomi osaka spoke out when she needed to raising concerns about mental health anxiety depression and all the likes and of course it brought this conversation to the fore that you know these elite athletes can also struggle with these things they can also go through these things so if the athletes that are at the top of the echelon are struggling with these things how much more the younger athletes and of course that then led to the narrative that it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not be okay first lesson from naomi osaka speak out when you need to number two lesson guys is that success will get you attention success will get you attention you see i I always say this to the young athletes that i mentor and i coach and i and i mention specifically the fact that you are upset right that you're not getting attention you are upset that people are not noticing you you are upset that you know people your phone is not buzzing you know left right and center with opportunities and things like that and the question i'm asking is what have you done what have you achieved what have you succeeded at that you say your phone is not buzzing your phone is not ringing what have you succeeded at what have you achieved and that's the critical point and i remember in my interview with john o'sullivan right that was one thing that we said and of course he talks about the quotes from confucius again don't worry that no one knows you right do something that is worth knowing of don't worry that no one knows you not not the um, i'm paraphrasing of course don't worry that no one knows you be worried of doing something worthy and here's naomi osaka right who is half japanese half haitian half american and look we know the stats when it comes to professional athletes making it and and all of that jazz right now here's the point and here's a critical question if you have not done anything worthy if you have not done anything noticeable as an athlete who are those likely to be interested in you it's either people that have been on the journey with you or people that have an eye for detail and they see the prospective future you see for naomi osaka right she expected because the sacrifices that her parents had to go through right just to help her in a tennis journey i mean it's well documented and it was not an easy process so they expected or they were thinking that the usta the united states tennis association would help her 
and provide support grant her access to their training facilities where of course you know um, the government pays and and so many of all those other perks i mean obviously you have your own commitment as well but there were other perks that came along with that and of course the usda denied uh, that um, that help they weren't willing to offer the help the minute she started succeeding the minute she started showing potential they were like okay here's the olive branch or here's our extension of help come let us help you at that point they had done a lot of those things on their own why were they going to need them and this is the point that you need to understand as an athlete guys success is what gets your attention talking is not what gets your attention success is what gets you the attention not talking not sulking not complaining not even hard work gets you the attention success is what gets you the attention so if you are worried guys that i'm not getting attention people are not seeing me people are not noticing me you know when is this agent going to call when is this team going to call success is what gets you that attention and you see i want you to watch any of the american sports i want you to watch the build up to the draft process right so when these professional teams draft players whether that's the nba the mlb the nfl the nhl whichever one it is right i want you to watch that process now look at all the players right that are taking maybe in the first round and even maybe in the second round and just see if you can pick one or two players and kind of like follow their story from when they were in college up until that particular point where you are watching them one of the things that you would notice is that those highly drafted players guess what because of the success they have achieved that is why they are getting that attention you look at tom brady for example who was drafted in the sixth round 199th pick why was it that he wasn't getting attention because if it was about being a physical specimen or skills or all of those things they felt he didn't have it and of course he did not lead his university or college to a national championship so for a lot of those um scouts and all of those guys they felt this guy nah not not really that and even after achieving all the success that he has gone on to achieve what they then say they never talked about the success that he achieved in college or university they said we did not open his heart to see what was beneath we didn't look at his grit we didn't look at his determination to succeed all we were looking at were the sports things skills results um, um how he could throw the ball and all of those things so it's not peculiar to you guys that you are not getting attention people are not noticing what you are doing it is not peculiar to you success is what gets you attention and of course i want to challenge you right the year is fast coming to an end we're in december already i want to challenge you to try even if it will be hard try to achieve the minutest if that's a word amount of success and see how that narrative of attention changes the minutest of successes go out there and grab it and see how that narrative for you will change number two lesson guys from naomi osaka success will get you attention and the final lesson guys is it's okay to be a shy athlete it's okay 
to be a shy athlete. You know, there are so many narratives that need to be corrected when it comes to to athletes and, you know, how these elite athletes are perceived, what people think about them, how people see them. There's so many narratives of that that needs to be changed. You see, the whole idea that we have with being an athlete is being a superstar. And of course, with being a superstar means that, you know, you're comfortable around people, you go clubbing, you do a lot of all these crazy things, you're an extrovert, like, you know, you're just expressive, you're doing so many amazing things. Hey, but guess what? That is not the truth. It might be a part of the truth, but it is not the full truth. You have athletes, right, who are shy, who are introverted, who just want to play their sport and go home who want to play their sport and go home. You're not going to catch them in the club. They are not extroverted. They are not the life of the party. They they will sit down and read comic books and all these other funny things, right? At the expense of hanging out with fans or spending time with the people that support them. It's okay to be a shy athlete, guys. So if you're shy, right? As long as, and this is the caveat, as long as the minute you step on the playing surface of your sport, so whether that's the court, whether that's the pitch, whether that's the track, whether that's the mat, whether that's the octagon, as long as the minute you step on that playing surface, you become a different person, then there's no issue with being shy. Nobody's even concerned that you're shy because where you need to get results the places you need to display that expression you are displaying it the right way there's so many athletes who naturally are shy athletes not even naomi osaka naturally they are shy athletes but let them get to when it's time to play that's when you wonder is this the same person that we were just hanging out with yesterday who you know wasn't talking very shy very reserved you know felt like they were out of place and all of that and then they get on the courts on the pitch or track you know and they're literally just destroying everybody and that's exactly how naomi osaka is as a matter of fact except for those who could really read her well when she came out with the fact that hey i'm shy i'm introverted people were like what no way we don't believe that because on the court she's so fierce She's a master of her emotions on the court. You never see her lash out, angry, screaming and all those things. No, very controlled, very composed and she's getting the business done on the pitch. So it's okay to be shy, guys. Nobody compels you to be the life of the party. Nobody compels you to be an extrovert or to be outspoken. But the point is that when it comes time to play, you become the athlete who is capable of achieving those results naomi osaka guys athlete maestro episode 745 speak out when you need to success will get your attention and it's okay to be a shy athlete it's okay to be a shy athlete head over to the website guys athletemaestro.com check out all the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and also get a grasp of the business aspects of sports if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it helps other athletes find the podcast and know that this is a worthwhile resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athletemaestro.com 
forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you'd also learn how to leave that rating and review athletemanshow.com forward slash subscribe you have any questions whatsoever you want me to answer them on the podcast we're doing those friday episodes of the show where of course i'll take your questions i'll answer them so that a larger audience can benefit friday at athletemaestro.com friday at athletemaestro.com send me your emails and of course i will go through them answer them here on the podcast don't forget i can leave you um, anonymous if you wish but the point is that many other athletes would learn from the answers that i would give friday at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of this show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from naomi osaka i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day